the FisherCast, the Six Feet Under retrospective. I'm your funeral director, Robin, and I'm joined by my Six Feet Undertakers. Moira. And Des. <laughs> well, welcome to another week of FisherCast, and uh, we have a guest here with us after two weeks of not having a guest. It's nice to have somebody in the house. What do you say, Harriet? Hey, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... FisherCast is uh, is taking care of yet another podcast virgin. I, I I'm I'm gathering, right? Um, yeah. yeah, pretty much. I've done a couple things, but maybe I'll mention it at the end. But I don't really know what's going on with them. So, oh, yeah. interesting. <laughs> uh, some some uh, you know, put you on the edge of the seat. Wait for the end of the show. <laughs> get y'all excited to find out what Harriet's been doing. That's a, a teaser. We like teasers. Yes. <laughs> You've built them all up, Harriet. So don't let <laughs> them down. Oh God. Well, it better be good. <laughs> all the hate mail from our thousands of listeners. <laughs> okay, so uh, I'm I'm ready to get into it. Uh, what do you say, everybody? Go for it. Oh, okay. Uh, so, uh, the first thing we do here, of course, is the Darwin Awards, in which I commemorate individuals in history who protect our gene pool by making the ultimate sacrifice their own lives. And uh, today I have a story that is actually from uh, July of this year uh, in wow. Onondaga, New York, which. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, oh, I think I know which one this is. Oh, yeah? Okay. You No, you can't read it. Okay. So. Uh, <laughs> I called this one, Isn't It Ironic? (laughs) So a man was killed this afternoon when he went over the handlebars of his motorcycle and injured his head on the pavement, state police said. Philip Contos, who was not wearing a helmet while driving a 1983 Harley-Davidson motorcycle with a large group of other motorcyclists, uh, ready? Was in a uh, motorcycle helmet protest ride, <laughs> Trooper said. About one thirty yep. in, in the afternoon, Contos uh, hit his brakes, his motorcycle fishtailed, and went out of control, and he flew right over the handlebars. Evidence at the scene and information from the attending physician indicate that Contos would have survived if he had been wearing his Department of Transportation-approved helmet. Uh, prudent, but should protection be mandatory? I quote the poet... Robert Frost, whose grave is about actually three blocks away from my house, who Hmm. said, I hold it to be the inalienable right of anybody to go to hell in his own way. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, that's exactly the story I thought it was going to be. In fact, they had that story on Media Junkyard. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) What a ninny. Never heard of uh, Media Junkyard, but I have heard about (laughs) what's on with Steph and Dez, and here's a little promo all about them. Not enough time to follow your favorite shows? Too busy to figure out what's worth watching? Well, let these ladies do the watching for you. My name is Steph. And my name is Dev. If it's on, they watch it. Saturday Night Live. Being Human. Lost Girl. Dexter. Eureka. The Walking Dead. Grey's Anatomy. Parks and Rec. Survivor. Modern Family. Merlin. Friday Night Live. They'll parse the good. But, but I loved it. it was, I enjoyed it. It was great. I was like, whoa. You know? <clears throat> I was not expecting that at all. So I, I, I like that. The bad. I just was not interested in any of this. So long and not good. And it was like, oh, come on. And the downright awful. I groaned. I was like, oh, I can't stand her face. That was terrible. That was absolutely terrible. 
So tune in weekly to What's On with Steph and Dez for all your television needs. Available on iTunes or directly at whatsonwithstephandez.blogspot.com. And we're back. That was <laughs> that was so awesome. Amazing. They're the best, um, those two. I have, to, I have to say, though, Mike made that promo for us. For who? Mike? Who's Mike? Mike. <laughs> what are you talking about? Wait we don't know any Mike. <laughs> are you implying that you're the Dez on What's On With Stefan Dez? <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Can you believe it? I've been keeping this a secret for so long. I wanted to tell someone. <laughs> wow. Well, let's get into open casket viewing. And um, Moira, I believe you take it from here. I shall. All righty. Season two, episode eight. It's the most wonderful time of the year. And I'm warning you, this is like the longest summary ever. So let's get ready. Okay. Christmas signals the one year anniversary of Nathaniel's death and gets everyone thinking about their last moments with him. Brenda's book research nearly turns her fantasy world into a reality. Nate and Brenda are shocked by Margaret Chenoweth's very special guest for Christmas Eve. Ruth's Christmas dinner brings David closer to Keith. Meanwhile, Nikolai is stuck on Ruth's couch for a long convalescence with two broken legs. Claire's taste for bad boys drives her away from a well-meaning new boyfriend and into an online relationship with a dangerous man from her past. Frederico stirs up conflict in his family when he reveals the truth about Ramon. Nate receives a gift from a biker's widow that just might help him live his own life to the fullest. Written by Scott Buck and directed by Alan Taylor. Hey, can I say something before we really get into it? Yep. I hate Christmas. <laughs> and there were so many, uh, f- uh, there were a few um, really good um, anti-Christmas quotes in here yeah. that I really like. You're, you're just like, <laughs> Yes, yes, I am. But I, when, okay, when I started watching the episode, um, I forgot that it was like at Christmas, you know, right before Christmas that um, the show, you know, started when uh, Nate Sr. died. Um, until they reminded me that it was like, wasn't it like Christmas Eve or something like that close to it? Yeah. yeah. Isn't it funny? We've been podcasting for a year now. I know. It's, it seems oh. like it's been a few months. <laughs> or, or close to that. <laughs> All right. So seems let's... like 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> wow, really? <laughs> let's get into it. Okay, so uh, Biker Santa... Jesse Ray Johnson can't enjoy a beer. His wife, Marilyn, is gruff and is setting him off to the mall for his mall job. But they're they're a loving couple. He waves the little kids from his Harley Davidson sleigh and gets hit by a car. Okay. First of all, when it, uh, when he was driving off the first time and it showed the back of him, he was not wearing a helmet. And I was like, oh, Santa's not wearing a helmet. <laughs> He's going to die. But then it showed him, you know, waving to the kids and everything. He was wearing a helmet. Mm-hmm. Wow, I didn't even mm. notice that. I, I did notice Santa had no helmet because I thought, uh-oh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. And uh, um, someone's got to turn Twitter off. Uh, let's That's go. me. It's Missy because she's <laughs> up next. Missy's not on here right now. Through, it's your sound effects, Dad. Why do we constantly talk about Missy in every episode? <laughs> Missy, Missy, Missy. Missy, Missy, Missy. It's always Missy. Okay, I turned my sound off. Thank you. Not I like apologize. Anyone I apologize be. for Missy Harriet. <laughs> it's okay. I like Missy. <laughs> um, in the next scene, Ruth has concerns about Brenda's religion. Um, they're planning Christmas dinner, 
and Ruth wants David to invite Keith and Taylor. But um, he gives her a little bit of attitude, and she says she's not. She's pretty tired of it. She wants her one of her kids to go with her to midnight service. Um, it turns out that Claire has been seeing Toby and is thinking about inviting him to dinner. And Ruth is getting really stressed that no one is getting into the holidays. Okay, Ruth is kind of, I mean, well, not Ruth. David's kind of being a jerk, you know? She's trying <laughs> to have him, she, you know, Nate's going to bring Brenda, you know? Why not bring Keith and Taylor? And, mm. and David's being kind of a jerk about it, you know? Like, okay, yeah, so she's getting used to the whole idea of him being gay. But she's not, there's no really a hidden agenda. I think she's just trying to... You know, have her family bring the people they care about, and so right. she can get to know them and spend time with them. He was he was annoying me. How is she supposed to get used to this? Exactly, if he won't ever bring Keith over, it's right. a bit I, silly, I, isn't I, it? I agree with her. You know, I mean, she's making an effort to, uh, you know, accept things. Uh, the next scene, Rico is messing up his wall, <laughs> and God. Vanessa's mad. Because he oh. fired Ramon, and then Rico tells Vanessa what happened, and Vanessa is shocked. Okay, first of all, Rico, big mouth. Um, second of all, can we kill off this family yet? <laughs> <laughs> I hate them so much that anytime they're on screen, I just groan. You know, if you take the E out of uh, Diaz, you'll just get Dez. <laughs> no. <laughs> Made that up just now. No, I'm pretty sure you wouldn't. <laughs> the way she, the way Vanessa needles him and pushes him until he finally breaks down and tells her, and, you, and you can just see how it's all going to unfold, can't you? It's so predictable. Yes. But it's like, oh, I agree. Just get it over with. Oh. Plus, I, I could repair that wall way better than you can. Yes. I have repaired walls better than that. That's just, why. Oh. I think I'd girl. be just as bad as Rico myself. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yes, in the next scene, Toby and Claire are at the mall, and Claire is hating on Christmas. And we actually see that Santa isn't at the mall today. Yes, so is today. That was good stuff. I loved what she said. She's like, fucking Christmas. (laughs) Toby is jealous of Claire's stable family life, and she invites him to dinner. And for the record, I do not hate Christmas. So. (laughs) I do. You know what? I think I would like it more if it wasn't in the winter when it's cold. I'd like it more if it didn't have to, we didn't have to have it so soon, you know? I know, right? Nobody starts celebrating Halloween in August. (laughs) Maybe we should. Maybe we should show them what it's like. I don't think we should even start in on Christmas decor or anything until after, like, the beginning of December. Honestly, I don't decorate my house until after the beginning of December, so. After Thanksgiving. Yeah, my wife is a Christmas nut, and I told her the day after Thanksgiving is when we can start. She just wants to play that music all the time. She wants to do it after Canadian Thanksgiving, right? (laughs) (laughs) Which is October. (laughs) That's true. We are recording around the same time that uh, Canada celebrates Christmas, right? Oh, stop. (laughs) Don't make me come down to vermont and beat on you <laughs> that's funny because you know what um we were trying to uh schedule some time to do uh bitch please with delirium and everything and uh we were talking about you know thanksgiving we got a four-day weekend and alira is like oh well we'll be doing our first christmas then <laughs> of course oh, God. i was like silly canadians <laughs> 
That's just Delirio. I keep telling you, he's not representative of the entire country. Okay. No, no I'm going to take whatever he says as Canadian. <laughs> Harriet, where do you I'm, hail from? I'm Canadian too. By oh, great. Uh, I was going to say, we're evened up where today. Shit. Wait, I didn't, because I said this on Facebook before. I'm from Kingston. Oh, my God. That's How right. How you know that? But I don't live there. I, I'm in Montreal now for school. Oh, you're I in Ontario too. Yeah. yeah, I grew up in Kingston. <laughs> See, and isn't Kingston an awesome town? Please, yes. It is. It is. Yeah, I miss it. <laughs> there you go. Um, thank goodness. Next week, um, we're gonna have an Australian, so the balance of power will be back in the American court. I'm oh sorry, no, the See, U.S. Court. Two Commonwealth against two Yankees. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, next up, uh, David is psyched about the biker funeral, and all, and he doesn't really care where their money comes from. Uh, Nate introduces David to Marilyn, Pete, and Itzy. Uh, Pete wants the best for Jesse. Uh, he has he wants his casket airbrushed like his bike, and then he wants his Marilyn's Hustler Beaver Hunt April 86 picture inside the casket. <laughs> oh my goodness. And Pete wants a big-ass Christmas Day funeral with tons of beer and liquor, and doesn't really care that David and Nate don't usually do Christmas funerals. Hey, I was disappointed they did not show us her picture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so was I. I wanted to see it. I um, was okay. In her head. And you know, and, and I've seen that actress before. I like her. But she she looks like a friend of mine, uh, except with, you know, blonder hair instead of brown, dark brown hair. <laughs> <laughs> But I haven't seen her naked either. But you know what? I, I, I uh, the, the quote that Claire said, she said, I'll be so glad when these fucking holidays are over. I'm the one who said fucking Christmas. <laughs> I see the quote marks now. <laughs> oh, okay. Just to get set the record straight, I didn't. You know, that was wrong. So David and he are irritated about working Christmas Day, and they, they have to agree, though, that it's not as bad as last Christmas. And we go to the last time that Nate saw um, Nathaniel. It was actually the Thanksgiving of last year. And we see Nate and Claire smoking a joint. <laughs> or at least, it, was it Nate just kind of smoking in front of Claire? No, or? I think the two of them no. were sharing it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nathaniel Claire's... comes over and makes some small talk. He's smoking his usual cigarette. He's got to go pick up a body so he can't drive uh, Nate to the airport. And he tells him, good to see you and take care of yourself. And uh, I get a little weepy. Uh, I think I, wasn't Claire smoking the joint and Nate came and sat next to her and just, you know, took it from her? Mm, I kind of thought they, they were both. sharing it. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was sort of sad, though, because the implication was that Nathaniel Sr. had lowered expectations of his son. You know, the way it was worded. Yeah. I just thought it was sad because you see, like, in all of, all of the children and all of the, like, they're their last moments with Nathaniel it's just like and I don't know with with Nate like you see they're just like not communicating like and they have that really awkward laughter when he says like or maybe we've just like lowered our expectations so much mm-hmm. that we don't want to hope for anything better and yeah it was sad it's, yeah it's very um me- sort of melancholy like poignant because mm-hmm. yeah you never know when it's going to be your last time when you see somebody right right and then um doesn't uh or say something like, I think it's in hell, it's always Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I agree. Now uh, we go, we're back in the present again, and Brenda is being her usual charming self with the clothing saleswoman. 
I have to say something about this. Okay. Last episode, I talked about this, and no one had noticed. Uh, maybe you guys have noticed this time, but Bl- Brenda has the weirdest shaped boobs ever. <laughs> I swear. She must humongous nipples because the way her boobs are shaped they like go in and then they go back out and they're just a weird pointy <laughs> thing did anyone notice that besides me just no. few days wow it was I like just... staring at me i couldn't help it well i just made a note i just said brenda's cheating again <laughs> so doing yeah. more research in quotes air quotes mm-hmm. for her stupid novel yeah, it's getting worse and worse here. Oh. This time she uh, she leers at this guy is like leering at her in the store, and she uses her body language to kind of invite him in closer. And he grabs her butt, and, and she pushes it away, but then she pushes it up into to her who who oh, oh, nanny. Who <laughs> 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 Robin? Now, Rob, don't you know the appropriate term if you watch Grey's Anatomy? Is her JJ? <laughs> Uh, I don't watch Grey's Anatomy, so I can say Wahoobie. Oh, you can call uh, it her front butt. Ew. <laughs> that's, 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 that's what that's what Clover calls hers. She's three. Oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, the saleswoman interrupts him them and uh, sends him after his wife and kicks Brenda out of the store. Oh, one more thing about Brenda in the store when she was like kind of like flirting with the guy she was making the most unattractive pouty lip face i don't know if she thought that she was looking sexy but she was not no one noticed that either well no i was focusing on her wrinkles actually and thinking that she has deeper lines around her mouth and on her forehead than i do (laughs) and i'm just astonished by this because she's not that old right was she in her 30s maybe yeah Wow, she must have been like lying out in the sun too long or something. I don't know, but she's looking a little bit weathered. It's, it's, it's her. It, it's it's her Australian look. It's her Australian skin because she's a, she's originally an Australian. That's that explains a lot. Just like Missy. <laughs> You're a little Missy again. Stop with that. We'll have to invite her on next week. Maybe. <sighs> again, I'm sorry, Harriet. Um, <laughs> we'll yeah. talk about you on the next episode. Yeah. Good idea. <laughs> So uh, the next scene, Nikolai is wondering about the state of Ruth's panties, whether they are on, they're off, or what she's wearing, what color. That's so hilarious. He didn't. He told her not to wear panties. <laughs> and he wants her to go hide her panties in his office. <laughs> Although I did think it was cute that she said, uh, no, I just don't like it. I don't like you talking dirty here <laughs> at work. Right. Yeah. Oh, implicit. Are you trying to picture Ruth liking it somewhere else? I was having a hard time picturing that. <laughs> yeah. so she, she gets mad at him and stores off and he lets out the most awesome laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like Nikolai. He's, yeah. he's funny. Um, Brenda recounts to Melissa about what happened in the store. And Melissa's wondering if she's getting some cold feet. And Brenda seems to equate it to kind of like sowing her wild oats or 
but and also said she got another chapter out of it. Yeah, and I so called that, didn't I? <sighs> yes. Oh God. She, she's using that as an excuse to. I mean, really, it. She keeps saying it's it's you know has nothing to do with them being engaged, but it has everything to do with I know, them being engaged. I couldn't believe like Melissa brought up the most obvious question that like everyone's been thinking, and she just like she doesn't even give it a second thought. She's just like, no. <laughs> it was so weird. Like she's. I don't know. She's just like so. I don't in know. Denial. Like, not, yeah, in denial. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Melissa, now I. Every time I see the scenes with her, I get sad because she's dead now. Yeah. That makes me sad. I wish you hadn't told me that. Sorry. It's a bummer. <laughs> um, so, uh, next scene, David starts going through the ornaments and he flashes back to Christmas of last year. And he comes in to the uh, sun porch where Nathaniel is putting up the tree and he's stressed out about a body. I think it's Mrs. Doyle or something like that. And uh, Nathaniel starts talking about how David had left out milk and cookies for Santa and (laughs) that he said that he needed a shot, but David thought it meant penicillin. (laughs) That's so cute. That is cute. And then Nathaniel offers him to sit down and tell, tell him what he wants for Christmas. So David resists and he goes back to work. And that the made me sad. Oh, me too. Because you know, now they're thinking, wow, you know, if only I had, you know, I mean, he's thinking, mm-hmm. if only I had sat down with my dad that one yeah. last time. And especially, yeah. Told me. Yeah, David's changed so much since, uh, since then. Like, I think he's probably changed the most, like, grown the most. And so it's just sad that, because now it's like if his dad was still alive he'd probably have a much better relationship with him and he probably yeah. would have taken the time and sat down with him don't you think yeah yeah um nate and brenda are walking to maggie's apartment <laughs> oh you know okay um she's it's gonna be a little bit but when when the, she said that her mom you know the, the mom said that she had a guest or whatever and they opened the door and i thought for sure it was gonna be the guy from the store yeah so did i, <laughs> so did, I. Did, did, they, did they flash a tiny subliminal frame of him or something like why did we all think it was the guy from the store i thought maybe i was so just being weird. ridiculous yeah, no he was already married so bad. yeah well, well, before then, uh, yes, yeah, Nate's trying to make it special about it being one year later. She she th- thinks it's about all about her his father, but then she realizes that what he's talking about. She says it feels like it's been twenty years. And Nate I wanted gets, to smack her when she. <laughs> Nate, Nate gets pissed off about this, and Brenda hides behind her insecurities. She's she's all on front street about the uh, insecurities, but yet you know she uses them even though it might not be all that. I don't know. But she did he, tell him that she loved him. So, you know, we yeah. do have that. That has been said. I don't know if she said it before because I couldn't remember if she's ever said it before. But now she has. And, she and he, decides to use, he decides to use the grandmother's ring, which is interesting. Yep. Um, that was sweet. Yeah. yeah. I know. Yeah, he was I, trying to make it sweet and she soured it. With all of Yeah. The, but know. then she starts crying. Yeah. Even though... You know, from Nate's point of view, it's like it's like almost like he made some sort of breakthrough with her. But we know that it's it, she may be feeling a little guilty. I don't know. Mm. I think I think she's uh, she, I think she's totally uh, freaking out about this relationship. She's never had this before, mm. and it could be such a good thing for her. But I think she's fighting it. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's just about well later on about the AVM. It's not that. I think she's just 
No. She's just terrified to be bonded to anybody. Yes. yes. Well, we'll get to that. Um, so Billy's back. What do you guys think about this? Where's his fucking scruff? <laughs> I'll go. <laughs> I, I, I got so excited when I saw Billy. I was like, oh my god, yay, Billy's back. And then I said, where the hell is this scruff? I find it so odd to watch him when he's in normal mode. Yes. I kind of miss crazy mode. I yeah, I still found loose. him kind of creepy, though. Yeah, yeah he has well, a way of sort of help. staring. <laughs> stare. Yeah, that picture was horrible. But he, yeah. he was so normal-seeming, but I just, I don't know. I felt like it was just fake. It's funny. I even wrote down, I said, he's still creepy even when he's medicated. <laughs> that, were my, that was my notes for this part. Yeah, like, I, I actually, I liked him last season. Like, I I guess I just got used to him because he was, like, on it so much. But I don't know. I wasn't really happy to see him back because I know he's just going to, you know, stir everything up again. <laughs> so. But I, I like that. I like that about him. Yeah. And I also like Nate's sweater in this uh, scene. <laughs> I didn't even notice it. What? I, uh, I used to have one like that, and it just, it was cute. Uh <laughs> Brenda pulls her mother aside and yells at her, and Maggie breaks the news that Billy's now her new roommate. Oh my god, she really should have told her. Yeah, I felt so bad for Brenda in that that moment when, like, ugh, when she first saw him, just uh, her face, you could see, mm-hmm. like, really I mean, upset her. He did attack her. <laughs> you know? I mean, he... Your son attacked your daughter. You're not going to warn your daughter that your son's out of the mental hospital and staying well, with you. And even the fact that Brenda's the one that had to uh, sum up the courage to have him committed in the first place, mm-hmm. which for her was an incredibly difficult thing yeah. to do. Her parent was not there to help, to support her through that. And now behind her back, really, um, Margaret just decides it's time for him to be sprung. <sighs> it's really quite um, it's, it's disrespectful almost, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes, well, you know, look at those parents. Well, Worst no. parents She's ever. <laughs> Worst she parents. makes Joyce look like a good parent. Doesn't she, though? Yeah, I know. she does. <laughs> From Buffy, in case I'm anyone's an wondering. excellent parent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Nate talks to Billy, and Billy apologizes, and Nate questions if he's still sick or not, and Billy says he's always going to be sick. He just needs his meds to keep it all balanced. Mm. Yeah, that was true. I mean, really, he is still sick, but if, you know, he looks like he has things mostly under control. Mm-hmm. Well, and of course, he can relate to that because he's in the same boat, really, right? Yeah, but I have a feeling Billy's going to go off meds again, hopefully. Oh, well, it wouldn't be much fun if you didn't know what it uh, the next scene, we get a quick bit at the Diaz's as Ramon and Garciella uh, show up with presents, and it looks all awkward. <laughs> and then we get uh, Keith and David and Taylor eating together. Taylor uh. says her food looks like throw up. Keith tells her to be polite, but Taylor insists he just should make better stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and then she goes off to watch TV. Uh, yes. Let this girl watch too much TV, I swear. Well, David tries. He's like, let's sing some Christmas carols. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, Keith is taking her not having a good Christmas uh, pretty personally and uh, David wonders if uh, it could be some post-traumatic stress from the shooting uh, Keith gets angry about the suggestion but I think it is mm-hmm. you know he either that or he's just a real dick <laughs> because he is like 
Oh, so mixed signals and, you he know, very, wanting yeah, to ha have sex all the time. <laughs> and then, yeah, you know, cool. when they're not having sex, he wants David to leave. And, yeah, I think I think he has some PTSD or something. <laughs> uh, well, uh, next up uh, we have, uh, oh, yeah, uh, uh, David. Sorry, I forgot. David wonders if it's Taylor they should be worried about. We already talked about it. Anyway, the flower shop. Ruth and Claire show up and find Nikolai pretty badly beaten up. Russian mob! Yep. It's mm. right first thing I thought. Right <laughs> Loan sharks. That's Especially... why your books were all screwed up. That's why you're in trouble now, buddy. Especially when he said that his legs were broke. I was like, there you go. Russian mob broke both your legs. <laughs> um, okay, so... We're back at Maggie's, and Billy tells Maggie that she should take his picture down, and Maggie says Billy should take Nate and Brenda's wedding photos. <laughs> Billy is surprised by the wedding plans, but seems Billy says that he's happy because he thinks they're meant to be together. Or does he? I don't think he does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those scenes there were so uncomfortable to watch. <laughs> yes. In the elevator, we see Brenda's back to being a complete wreck over Billy again. Just when we she started coming around and being slutty, now she's also wreck over Billy on top of it. So uh, she thinks that Maggie got Billy out because she doesn't want to be alone. I she may well have a point there. Yeah. yeah, I actually felt a bit sorry for Brenda. Oh yeah, because it's yeah. like a flashback for her. She's I think she's afraid it's all going to start all over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's kind of like because it's like her mom's taking over her role, which like she it's like she doesn't want to take care of Bailey anymore, but it also must hurt. Just as her mom's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do it now. Like, mm -hmm. and the fact that he never you know was in touch with her the whole time. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. uh, I mean, even though he did attack her and she put him in the mental hospital, I'm sure that still hurts that he just kind of you know stopped talking to her completely. Claire wakes up Christmas morning and finds Nikolai <laughs> on the couch with two busted oh, legs. That's just great stuff. Eight weeks he's gonna be at the Fishers. <laughs> <laughs> that's poor. I feel sorry for everybody <laughs> except for Ruth. Ruth doesn't seem to mind. Uh, the Fishers convene in the kitchen where Ruth defends her choice, but it seems that Ruth might not want to have been to alone on Christmas either. Uh, <laughs> that's that was my own thought. Um, yeah, but Nikolai is broke, and Ruth is paying for him. Yeah, that surprised me. Mm -hmm. not, um, not me. I don't know. She found somebody to take care of, because her children don't need her. <laughs> they don't need her anymore. <laughs> right. I get, it's, just, it's just, I know, I get that, but it's just such a big financial commitment. Yeah, you know? I feel That's... like, yeah, this is where I think that Ruth has regressed a little, you know? She was making steps and coming out of her, you know, just a wife role. And now she's, I think, kind of regressing a little bit with the taking care of Nikolai stuff. Right, right. Um, and we go to the wake, Jesse's wake, who has <laughs> just begun. The liquor's flowing. The Almond Brothers is playing. And Pete is eulogizing. And Jay Leno sends flowers. <laughs> oh, my God. That right. air that coffin the air, with the airbrush flames was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Itzy's a little pissed because uh, Jay Leno sends flowers, but he never actually shows up. <laughs> <laughs> 
And the in and out truck has arrived. That's so funny. <laughs> uh, outside, Claire is showing Toby around. Ruth comes out. She seems a little bit impressed by Toby, but not Claire's wardrobe. <sighs> so, you know, you know, she pro- she shouldn't have said anything because Toby was dressed very casually too. <laughs> because you know, basically, you're saying, "Oh, your daughter's not." I mean, she was wearing what jeans and a t-shirt, basically, and a jacket. <laughs> Well, so was Toby. And pointing out that your daughter's not dressed well enough for Christmas is basically saying Toby's not dressed well enough for Christmas, and he's a guest in your home. But so Claire she, should know. Uh, well, of course Claire should know, but she shouldn't <laughs> point it out in front of Toby, because I feel that that was rude, and if I were him, I'd feel very uncomfortable. <laughs> At the Fisher house as a guest? Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, Claire has a flashback and she's on the phone while Nathaniel is cracking open a beer and talking to her. Uh, she thinks she just, uh, he thinks she deserves something, someone more special than Gabe. Um, and he asks Claire if she can pick Nate up from the airport, mm-hmm. but Claire has plans. So he asks her to please at least show up to Christmas dinner and kisses her on the forehead. And didn't he say he was just wasn't, wanted to wear a silk smoking jacket with peacocks? <laughs> yes. I can totally see him in that. Yes. A, a really short one, you know, the, the shorty ones. <laughs> oh, no, I'm picturing the long ones like a Hugh Hefner. <laughs> oh. <laughs> in so his special ex- room with his gun and his hookers. <laughs> <laughs> this exchange sets off a parallel universe where Claire actually picks Nate up from the hospital, from the hospital, excuse me, from the airport and then ends up in the hospital as a result. Or mm. in the morgue. <sighs> dun, dun, dun. Um, Brenda shows up and wants to skip dinner and hang out with the bikers. <laughs> I did too. They were having a good time. That looked like a lot of the parties my family throws, except for not bike, you know, not wearing biker garb. But you know, the the music, the booze, lots and lots of booze. The music was great. Yes. <laughs> I love their choice of music. <laughs> um, yeah, Nate urges Pete to leave, but he, Pete says they're going to be partying all night. <laughs> uh, and then the next part, uh, Nikolai is out of his mind on Perkadin. He's <laughs> blubbering at the table. I just love this because I wrote down another Fisher dinner with a weeping Nikolai. This is great. <laughs> I have to say, though, that this um, was one of the least uncomfortable dinners they've had. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, was well, it was almost was- like a normal and it was dinner? one of the shorter dinner sequences. Yeah, and they also had these really awesome pheasant glasses. Yes, I love those. Um, let's see. Yeah, Keith and Taylor show up. Taylor isn't sure about eating goose. Ruth asks Keith to say grace, and he does it so perfectly. David imagines him as an angel, which just oh. creeped me right out. That was, <laughs> that was just weird. David's like a teenage girl with his first crush. <laughs> so we're in the kitchen and Brenda is irritated about Ruth hating her as usual uh, and this is sit- when Claire's drinking wine <laughs> yeah <laughs> shame shame she says to Claire that Toby's nice but Claire says he's not her type and Brenda asks about how she's talking to Billy and Claire thinks he's really funny Brenda isn't happy about that either I got red flags. Yeah, I wasn't That's, happy about it either. I don't, yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that they're talking. I don't like that he's talking to this teenage girl. You well, know, you I don't care. If he's, 
the end of the last episode I pointed out to you guys, she was chatting away on the computer. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And we I did just, we did wonder. I did say something like, I wonder who it is she's talking to, but I really didn't think it was Billy. Yeah. I didn't I even think no about clue. it. No clue. No. But he really needs to back off and leave her alone. You know what I mean? Oh, just the age difference alone and his craziness. Yes. You know, it's a yes. bit much. And the way he treated her the last time he spent any yes. time with her. Yes, but he's not- crazy. And I don't mean that in a clinical way. I mean that in a, ooh, crazy. Doing crazy stuff. <laughs> All right. Well, in this bird, you cannot change. And the uh, bikers <laughs> have their lighters out. <laughs> Brenda leaves and Itzy needs a plunger. That's what I have written down here. I, I love his name, you guys. I love Itzy. It's Itzy Bitsy. Yeah. <laughs> the best biker guy name ever. <laughs> Aw. So cute. You got a crush? <laughs> Rico uh, cleans up wrapping paper and then he has a flashback of... Uh, and we see Nate putting out a joint as uh, Rico pulls up. And Nate likes feeding David the slow pitches. He's talking about the easy body and send, tries to send uh, Rico home to spend Christmas with his little one. They grow up so fast. Now, you know what? Maybe if he hadn't sent Rico home, David would have sat down with you for a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it's very interesting how we see... Uh, you know, except for the Thanksgiving flashback, we see the rest of the, you know, how how basically Nathaniel's last Christmas went, but right up to the moment where he's leaving to go pick uh, Nate up. Yeah. So. Yeah, and he kind of had the best interaction with Rico. <laughs> yeah. Like, more than any of his sad. It's like the son he never had. Yeah. Um, and then Ramon shows up and beats the piss out of Rico. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> that was the best scene. <laughs> because Vanessa couldn't keep her mouth shut. <laughs> you could look at her and know she's a blabbermouth. <laughs> sure can. Um, All right, Harriet, what are you thinking of Rico? Um, well, like, I don't, I don't like him, I'd say, but I don't. I didn't really hate him in this episode. I don't think I hate him as much as you guys, or as much as Tess. <laughs> so but, are you saying, Harriet, that I mean, you, are, you like homophobia? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, She's no. not saying that. <laughs> yeah, stop that. Don't be mean to What the heck is that? I'll be nice. Oh, I mean, don't I'm just pour like, maple syrup and poutine for you, Des. Mm. Oh. <laughs> no, that, yeah, that definitely pissed me off about him. But just in general, I kind of like, I don't, I just kind of like tune out during the Rico scenes. I don't have that yeah. much like opinions. <laughs> well, they, I just think their their relationship is so immature, um, so childlike. The two of them, mm, both of yeah. them, equally that they are very irritating to watch. So, mm. well, they're anyway. like they're like a young couple trying to raise two kids, and Rico has got this nineteen fifties mentality, you know. So it's ridiculous. Um. Anyway, so. Uh, the bikers are having a sing-along, and uh, don't fear the reaver is blaring. <laughs> I had, yeah, I had that song stuck in my head for like the rest of the night. That should be Nate's theme song. He needs to just listen to that every day, <laughs> chill out. Uh, he he might listen to it later. I don't know. Uh, hmm. <laughs> Taylor wonders why they're so happy that Jesse's dead. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's great for a little bit of comic relief in this one, isn't she? Yeah. Keith invites David over to unwrap his presents, and Taylor says, yuck. 
David tells Nate uh, uh, about it. What, what did he tell him about? I don't even know. Oh, I guess about how he's going to leave. Okay, and then he gives his brother a hug. And uh, we see Nate is looking a bit sad. Taylor has the best line ever. What's that? <laughs> it's Christmas. I want to watch the funeral. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we go over, uh, we see that Toby and Claire are sitting together, uh, watching the whole proceedings and Toby tells Claire that she, they should get out of there. Claire's not interested. Uh, Toby tells her that it's really annoying that Claire gets all put out by what she takes for granted. And he, they get into a bit, bit of a spat and he leaves her. You don't, you don't point out a woman's flaws. Wow. What a jerk. <laughs> What a jerk. I swear to God, you do not sit there and tell a woman what is wrong with her (laughs) personality. Yeah, you're right. Toby is a jerk. He is. He is. He's probably going to grow up and be like a human resources guy. (laughs) Some office. (laughs) Toby. Toby's. (laughs) Um, So we have a nice scene between uh, Marilyn and uh, Nate. And she tells him about how she and Jesse met. And his two favorite things were riding his hog and riding me. Treated us both like queens. I really like that scene. That was yeah. uh, that was a good scene. <laughs> Says if he were a more careful man, he would have lived longer. But would he have enjoyed his life this much? Um, Nate talks about how he got into a motorcycle accident and never picked it back up. Nate thinks he has lived his life to the fullest, but compared to Jesse and Marilyn, he's had a lot to learn. And Marilyn says, if I were any younger. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And she says that uh, live each day like you're going to die tomorrow. And it's because you just might. And she shares some Jack with Nate and he coughs. (laughs) (laughs) It's a cute scene. I liked it. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so Claire and Billy are chatting about their respective Christmases, and it seems that they're making each other very happy. Mm-hmm. Ruth and I asks, start to retch. I know, <laughs> and, right? Did you see their usernames? <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> Billy Batty and I see dead people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. In my uh, Six Feet Under uh, collector's book, the one that Alan Ball put out, there's I, I've got like a, a few pages of uh, Claire and Billy chat, <laughs> like oh, transcripts. It's, it's pretty interesting to read. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Ruth asks Nikolai to talk to the police. Nikolai isn't happy to be in this situation, and he tells her she is beautiful. <laughs> and Ruth walks away, and then she has a little flashback. And Nate Senior is about to leave to pick up young Nate. He says that airport traffic is going to be murder. And he cries. And she completely avoided his kiss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That really made me sad because that was the last time she ever saw him. And I bet she was so sorry she did that. Well, he probably smelled like smoke and she wasn't happy. I know how that is. <laughs> well, and keep in mind, by this point, she's already been well into her affair with what's-his-name. And yeah. they've been drifting yeah, apart true. and all the rest of it. But it is sad, isn't it? It is very sad. Man. Ed Begley Jr. is kinky, too. She's like, a, I wonder how kinky Nathaniel was. I was really kinky. I don't know. I bet he was really straight arrow. That's why she's got this. These, you know, the these guys that are really kinky now because she's like she's a total freak, <laughs> a closet freak. You know, she couldn't she couldn't do all the crazy stuff with Nate Senior. 
No, because they were young and virginal together and, you know, she didn't want to admit her deep secret yeah. desires. Yeah. <laughs> well, she's, uh, she's probably trying to get a good chapter out of both of them. Um, <laughs> Taylor is trying to bribe David and Keith into letting her stay up. And then Carla shows up with presents. Of course uh. she does. Ugh. And, See, uh, and I, you know what? Herself. I just wish she would stay away forever because yeah. I'm enjoying watching Taylor with those two boys. But the mom, that whole storyline, I could care less. The mom can go and take Taylor and Keith and they can all go. <laughs> Harriet, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I wasn't happy to see the mom show up. Like, just because, yeah, that's going to be uncomfortable later. But... I don't she know. She tries to act like the big hero, like, of course Mama's not going to leave you at Christmas time. Blah, blah, blah. I drove yeah. all the way gone here. for God knows how many weeks without a word, but hey. I mean, because she's, I, got, I, don't, like, I don't know what happens, but I'm guessing, yeah, she's going to try to, like, get her back, take her back somehow. And mm. obviously that's probably not the best thing for Taylor, so. No. no. Uh, so Brenda tells Nate about Billy emailing Claire all the time. And Nate it gets really enraged. He says he doesn't want him anywhere near um, his sister and they argue back and forth louder and louder and so Brenda tells them to shut the fuck up mm. and then she starts to cry they get a little close and it leads to a little bit of sex which mm. leads to Nate having a seizure during every sex. girl's dream oh date <laughs> man she doesn't know what the fuck's going on she was freaking out a little bit yeah, yeah. yeah. do you really want to be the woman that kills your fiance during sex <laughs> No. I mean, he's not an old guy. You know, that's not supposed to happen. Yeah. Uh, so Nate, Nate confesses. He tells her all about it. And Finally. Well, only him. because he had to. Mm. Right? Yeah. I mean, if that hadn't happened, I don't see him mm. spilling the beans anytime soon. Right. Um, Nate arrives home the next morning to find keys to Jesse's bike. And then Nate flies down the road. With no helmet. No helmet, you <laughs> no stupid helmet. bastard. I am a big believer in people who don't wear helmets. If they get killed, it's their own damn fault for being a fucking idiot. You know what I mean? But don't fear the Reaper is playing, and that yes. made me all smiley-faced. So, <laughs> Yeah. I was overlooking his stupid lack of helmet. <sighs> you were playing your cowbell, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> That's Poor right. Cowbell. I've got it on my iPhone, man. <laughs> Because Illyrio sent it to me. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's take a break and hear something from uh, Saturday B-Movie Reel. Hi, this is Kevin Batchelder. And this is the Saturday B-Movie Reel. Shoot it! Shoot it! (laughs) (laughs) That's about describes it, yeah. All right, everybody stay here. We look specifically at the Sci-Fi Channel's original movies. You know the ones. The ones that air on Saturday night. Being known throughout the ages is an instant classic. <laughs> we need a bigger gator! Uh, limb cutting yes. and blood squirting from... <laughs> Flying limbs, I called them. it in my notes. What could go wrong? We look on a regular basis at the movies as they come out, and since they've been over 200 of them, we do go back and look at many of them that are now out on DVD. By this point, I had completely forgotten any semblance of seeing if this actually makes any sense from a plot point of view. So come on by, get involved, and have some fun. Check us out at SaturdayBMovieReel.com. A future depends on it. Make it safe. And we're back, and we're that was that was really good. Glad mm-hmm. to 
hear about different shows out there. Um, and if you have any promotion you want to trade with us, we, we'd love to take it. Um, uh, I would take any sort of promo as long as, uh, I don't know, I guess if it's something terrible, I won't take it, but, <laughs> <laughs> but if you'll play our promo, I might think about it. No helmet. <laughs> yeah. We will not accept motorcycle riding without helmet podcast. Um, <laughs> We have standards. Yes. <laughs> so we're here at the yes. Fisher of the Week, in which we award the Fisher family member who's our favorite this week, and we talk about why. So, Harriet, since you're the guest, we're obviously going to put you on the spot first. Because <laughs> that's you're, fun. <laughs> since you're Canadian, I'll ask you who is your favorite with a U. <laughs> Good. <laughs> um, okay, well, I, I was going to go with Ruth, but then... Mm. Um, but actually, I think now I'm not just because I, I mean, like she did, she's taking care of Nikolai, but now I'm maybe thinking, okay, maybe that's not, she's not like thinking it over too carefully. So, um, maybe that's not, I don't know, the best thing. So I think I'm actually going to go with David. Um, it's kind of an echo. Anyway. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah. I had to put it on mute to tell my child to be quiet and go to bed. So when I came okay, off Okay, I thought it was it me. Echoes, no, it's always does. It's always it, does. Every time I unmute, apparently. Anyway, yeah. Um, I'm going to go with David because he, uh, at the beginning, he was like, you know, trying to comfort Keith, trying to get him to talk about his maybe PTSD, even though Keith didn't. Uh, follow up on that but and then uh, he invited him to dinner and then at the end he uh, instead you know like he he went home with them instead of like you know he usually he he used to sort of always put work first but now maybe he's trying to put their relationship first I guess and I mean I didn't like you know it was kind of hard to pick someone just because I wasn't gonna pick I'm not happy that Claire is um talking to billy like a, that's yeah. just yeah Ooh, <laughs> bad news and then uh yeah nate i don't know um i don't know why i didn't pick him just, <laughs> no scruff <laughs> it was no scruff wasn't it <laughs> <laughs> all right and, uh, and and having a seizure during sex that's just yeah. a, banner. That's well, a I bummer thought, yeah like I, I thought he was i don't know i thought maybe he was a bit like uh, over the top in his like yelling at Brenda at the end, I guess. Like, I don't know. All right, Moira, what did you think? Actually, I am going to pick Nate Senior because of all the fishers, of all the fishers in this episode, he's the only guy having fun and being himself. And every time he was on the screen, it made me giggle or laugh a little bit. You know, watching him. Um, kind of needle Claire with having his beer and just his peacock smoking jacket alone gets prizes for me. So that's the person I actually enjoyed the most. I really did. Uh, the rest oh, of the I totally part- forgot I could even pick it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you can't change it. Uh, I don't know if I've ever picked him before, but this was his shining moment for me. So I give it to Nate. See you. Okay. Uh, you may be shocked to find out that I am also picking Nate Sr. <gasps> and because he's not a ghost, but he's a flashback. So he's a real person. So that helps. Also, for the same reasons Moira said, you know, he was having fun. He was trying to spend some time with, you know, you know, talk to his children before Christmas and everything. And the peacock smoking jacket got extra points. <laughs> that's awesome. I can imagine him in one of the shorty ones, you know, the silk 
Shorty ones, yes. Definitely still. <laughs> like the guy from The New Girl, is that what you're talking about? The New Girl? Um, the yeah, yeah. kimono? Exactly, yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, Harriet, I'm going to I'm gonna pour you a shot because I'm going to allow you to change your vote because I picked Nate Sr. <gasps> <laughs> and of course, of course. So um, if you want to change it, I'll give you the shot and we'll all drink together. If not, if you want to stay, stay true to David, that's fine. Your oh, choice. <laughs> We're waiting with bated breath. <laughs> so much pressure. No, I. Oh yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go with Nate Senior. Yeah. Yay! Shots. Yeah, it was funny because I remember like the last episode, you guys were saying that you kind of wanted to see him again, and then this one, he was there. <laughs> so it was like his main focus. So yeah, it was exciting. I love it. Yay. I love Nate. I love Nathaniel. Okay, so we're gonna get into next is our listener eulogies. And, uh, wow, we actually got some voicemails this time. We did. And, uh, and we have feedback from In Place of Anger that Steph's in, in after yeah. we recorded. Oh, gosh. You want to read so- that first? <laughs> They're yeah, really short. I'll read the yeah, two short ones. Um, okay, Steph says, uh, I hate Sarah. Terrible character. I usually <laughs> love Patricia Clarkson. This is awful. And then her other one says... I have never seen such a self-absorbed bitch than Brenda's mother. <laughs> so we all agree, worst mother of the century. Yes. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, why don't we, right now, we'll, we'll play a voicemail. And this one's from Claire. Here we go. Hi, Fisher Cast. This is Claire. I uh, just wanted to send you some quick feedback for the episode. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It seems appropriate, seeing as Christmas seems to be everywhere at the moment. Um, a bit early, in my opinion. I haven't actually managed to have time to rewatch the episode, so this is going from my my memories of watching it about six months ago ish. Uh, so I really like this episode. Um, I love the opening scene. I find it hilarious. Um, I think those poor kids are going to be traumatized for life seeing Santa being hit by a truck. Um, but it's really funny. Also, Hell's Angel funeral looks like a lot of fun. It looks awesome. I, I want to go to one. You know, it looks like a proper party. Um, what else happened in this episode? Oh, um, Margaret is an absolute bitch for inviting Billy and surprising Brenda like that. I mean, that's oh, it's so out of order. And uh, I think you guys said she's worst mother of the year. Um, yes, I agree. Um, Brenda finds out about Nate's AVM. I was kind of surprised when I watched this the first time that it happened this soon. I thought it would be uh, in the finale, and that would be like the big thing. Um, but yeah, so we'll have to see what happens with that. And uh, I think there was the whole um, the return of Toby. Um, I quite liked Toby, although he's far too much of a nice boy for, um, to Claire, for Claire to be satisfied with him, I think. Um, she seems to, uh, to like the bad boys. Um, I'm sure Des agrees, um, and I'm sure Des was happy to see the return of Billy, although I can't remember if there was much scruff going on in this episode or not, uh, so I have to wait and listen to the podcast to find out about that. Um, but yeah, I really like this episode, so I would probably give it eight and a half flattened roadkill centres out of ten. Anyway, keep up the great job, I love the podcast, and look forward to guesting with you guys later this season. Speak to you soon. Bye. <laughs> yes, I was happy to see Billy back, but I was sad about no scruff. <laughs> Claire knows me well and my taste in men. <laughs> I agreed with everything she said. I love it, Claire. What a kindred spirit you are. <laughs> uh, yes. 
Thanks for making a voicemail for us. I appreciate it. That's, that is officially our first voicemail on the show. Yay! Yay! And, and I want to go to the biker funeral, too. I really do. Yeah. yeah. Those guys look like fun. <laughs> Definitely. And I'm happy to say it's not our only voicemail on the show. So why don't we just like get, go ahead and play the other one while we're doing voicemails. Hey, guys. Just finished watching the most wonderful time of the year. And yes, I could easily complain that Rico does not deserve to have a Nate Senior flashback. I could. But something touched me in this episode, and that was the, the Winter Solstice spirit, and that wonderful moment where I got the gift that I was wanting when Rico got punched in the mouth. He got punched in the mouth, and it was great. I was just really happy about that moment. I wanted to share it with you guys, because it made me happy. Clearly some other things happened in the episode, too. But really, was anyone paying attention to anything? I, Rico got punched in the mouth. That's, that's what it's all about, right? He got punched in the mouth like a little bitch, and it was great. I agree. If only I could have chosen Ramon for my Fisher of the Week. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, I, think, yeah. I think, Harriet, that perhaps Brad despises Rico as much as we do. <laughs> If not more. <laughs> yeah, I think Brad's leading the Maybe charge. Maybe more. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and our last one is from Missy. Uh, she says, hello, FisherCast and Harriet. Uh, I saw Biker Santa's death coming a mile away. <laughs> Was that a pun? I just, <laughs> sorry. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how old it would be. <laughs> again, with the uh, stream of consciousness. I just love these. Um those kids just watched Santa get hit by a car. Shut it. <laughs> Jesse Ray Johnson, played by Frank Ross, played a barfly named Jack in Charmed. Uh, just Harried, Season 3, Episode 15. Jesse's BFF Pete, played by W. Earl Brown, played a warlock named Shadow in Charmed. Prewitched, <laughs> Season 3, Episode 17. Now I'm spoiled. Uh... <laughs> I actually approve of the way Ruth handled that kitchen scene. She really committed to fixing the lack of connection she had with those kids of hers. Was la- was, was Nate's last memory of Nate Sr. Thanksgiving? Mm-hmm. I couldn't tell. Yes, it was. Um, if so, that means he didn't see his father for more than a month before his death, and that's kind of sad. Well, he was living in Seattle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Speaking of last memories... Dave blew off relaxing with his father to get a woman ready for her funeral. Kind of harsh. Do we have Gabe to thank for Claire narrowly escaping death? (laughs) Oh, wow. I like that Claire's memory was triggered by a biker in the background asking the same question Nate Sr. was. Mm-hmm. Apart from the phone call we know Ruth has with Nate Sr. right before he dies, she nags him for leaving a swirl in the dip. <laughs> Ruth needs to loosen up. I think Rico had the better final words, or final fist bump, as it were. Um, stick out, talking face, smiley. <laughs> <laughs> Brenda's just not giving up the dangerous sexcapades lifestyle. Who lets some random married guy feel her up in front of the nice coats? LOL. <laughs> I kidding. love I love the store manager cottoned on. Yeah, I did too. She was all over <laughs> well, it. Well, it was a little obvious. Come mm-hmm. on. <laughs> Nikolai uh, attempting to talk dirty is hilarious, as it as is everything else he does. Ha! Ruth admitted to wearing her Bridget Jones pants. <laughs> <Of course>. was, <laughs> was Brenda supposed to feel special when Nate said, 
didn't cost me nothing. It was my grandmother's. <laughs> because all I could think of was cheapskate. The only thing saving him was the sentiment. Excuse me, I gave my wife my mother's engagement ring, so meh. I think it means a lot more if it's a family, you know, hand-me-down than if it's a expensive bought one. Yeah. Sorry. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle billy! Huh. Holy crap, Margaret is a biatch. Who does that to someone? I've sort of missed Billy, and I'm glad Billy's lifelong illness stuff struck a chord with Nate. Too bad the doctors didn't fix Taylor's attitude problem while fixing her appendix. <laughs> I agree! <laughs> <laughs> Who exactly did Nikolai fight with? That was completely random. The Russian, Russian mob! mob. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's a prediction. Yeah. Yeah, and that was another thing where uh, we were talking about the previous episode. Like, what was what was Nikolai getting all frustrated about? Mm-hmm. It was probably because he knew he didn't have the money that he owed that guy. That's oh, true. Thought about that. See what happens when we see once we start recording more often. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna be recording weekly, so we'll be able to catch things. That's why he was so testy. I don't even. I didn't even remember that till you mentioned oh, it yeah. just now. Yeah, Toby, genuinely nice, nice or idealistic. Idealistic. I think I'm as concerned about as concerned as Nate is about Claire and Billy being IM buddies. Saint Keith was creepy. (laughs) (laughs) However, Dave's excited you're here was super cute. Yeah, it was. Taylor's kind of great, as evidenced by this quote: "It's Christmas. I want to watch the funeral." (laughs) Jesse's funeral had some great tunes. I had a feeling Mrs. Johnson was going to give Nate the motorcycle. That was really sweet of her. And may the Jack Daniels flow forever. R.I.P. Jesse, a.k.a. Biker Santa. <laughs> Just as things start to get better with Keith, Dave, and Taylor, Taylor's mother shows up. I can already tell this will end badly. That whole Brenda breakdown turns into sex turns into Nate having a mild seizure was a quick turnaround. But it brought about some honesty from Nate, which is good. Anywho, that was a long email, and I really need to watch someone else's eyes from Simone. Hmm. Um, so you mentioned that um, if Claire had, you know, gone to pick Nate up from the hospital, I mean, from the hospital, from the airport, from the airport. she, yeah, she would have, you know, died or whatever. And Missy mentioned that, but I don't think that's true at all. I think that, uh, you know, he was distracted. Lighting his cigarette. Uh, right. Plus, <laughs> yeah. she may have taken a different route or, you know what I mean? Uh, any change in something like that would not cause the same outcome, I think. Yeah, so, the butterfly's I, wings flap and who knows what. what gets right. Effect, right. I think if she had gone, they would both be alive. All right. Well, I guess that that's another show. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, uh, our next segment is our last rights, our final thoughts on the episode. And of course the ratings we're going to give them. So Harriet, again, we're going to put you on the spot. Give us your final thoughts. I know, uh, these girls talk a lot. You haven't had a lot of time to get in everything you wanted to say. So please, anything that, uh, uh, you've been meaning to say while Des talks. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. I'm very chatty and opinionated tonight. I'm sorry. You say these girls, but I really think you mean Des. <laughs> these Des. All right. Well, I like this episode, I guess, because I actually do like Christmas a lot. So I was kind of, I didn't, 
I don't know. I guess it wasn't really what I was expecting for a Christmas episode, but I guess since it's six feet under, I should have been expecting something kind of weird. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I didn't really appreciate all the like anti-Christmas sentiments and stuff. Um, but and the other thing, like I, I really like the bikers, but I just I found it weird that like I was yeah I was like enjoying the bikers more than the actual fishers this episode. <laughs> like, Me which, too. Yeah, which I don't. I mean, I'd rather, I guess, enjoy, like, the main characters, though, so I don't know, but, um, but, yeah, I liked it, um, I don't know, the, I actually like the Nate and Brenda stuff, like, it's, it's, to me, it's, like, this kind of, like, train wreck that, like, you can't look away from, (laughs) (laughs) but I actually enjoy it, though. Oh, it's Um, gonna get better, I promise you. (laughs) yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, so I'm gonna give it, um... Eight out of ten reindeer-shaped cakes. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, Moira. Okay, I I quite enjoyed this one. Um, probably kind of more than I thought I would. I love I love the biker stuff. I agree with you, Harriet. They're just they're such fun. And his widow is she's awesome. Yeah. That actress is great. The way she plays it is great. And and their sort of slice of life. Um, mentality grab onto everything while you can I, I liked all of that i think it's good for the fishers to be infused with a little bit of positive spirit you know so that was kind of kind of fun even just listening to the soundtrack was fun but i loved having nate senior i like seeing those last moments with his kids i found that really quite touching even though there's sadness about it and yes you know it, things aren't perfect but it was very true to life i thought I, and i think that's why i enjoyed it so much um so I think it's nostalgicness got got to me, you know, and and that's why I liked it. And overall, I'm actually going to give it a nine out of ten, believe it or not. Wow! And no, I know a nine out of ten quickly hidden doobies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, oh, Des, good. Oh, gee, thanks, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, I like this episode. Let's see. Um. Um subtract points for Christmas, add points for the biker funeral, um, add points for Billy, subtract points for no Billy scruff. Um, I'm going to give it nine out of ten poor traumatized children. (laughs) All right. Excellent. Um, Man, I wish I was more prepared with my points like you are. Um, I, all I have here is uh, 7 out of 10 blubbering Russians and then add one more for Nathaniel. <laughs> so 8 out of 10 wow. blubbering Russians. You only gave it an 8 we gave it a 9? Wow, and you yeah, gave the other unusual. ones with what's her name with uh, the sister and it way higher marks. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I, think Interesting. I, I think I agree with Robin though. I think I like the last episode better. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. That's the beauty of this. You are allowed to have your own opinion. That's right. (laughs) That is true. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, let's bury this business. Ah, bitch. (laughs) Uh, I personally like the changing of the B words every week. Um, okay, so you can visit us at fishercast.blogspot.com. You can leave us a voicemail at 1541 to embalm and that's one five four one two three six two two five six don't know why i say the one because you understood but visit us on facebook 
Yeah, mm-hmm. actually, I should put the Facebook address in there because now it's facebook.com slash groups slash FisherCast. Yeah, you just get on that. that. You just update that outline, Robin, producer mm-hmm. man. Yeah. Or you can email us at FisherCast1 at gmail.com and please put the title episode in the subject line so that we don't get spoiled if we were looking ahead. We do love hearing from you. It's fun to play your voicemails and it's fun to read your emails in funny accents or in normal voices. Either <laughs> <way>. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, as, as heard in these, these weren't actual phone calls. Nobody has yet actually used the voicemail line. These were audio files sent to us to fishercast one at gmail.com. So you can do that too. Mm-hmm. with Your handy dandy mobile, mobile device. I know I sent one to Carney cast like my first in a while. And, uh, it was like a eight minute rambling session. Uh-huh. So, uh, that should be fun. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so Des, uh, where can we find you? Actually, first we got to talk to about talk to Harriet. We, I am still in suspense. What what is going on with you? Let's hear oh, all about yeah. it. <laughs> okay, well, um, okay, because I actually was on a podcast that started that was like a Firefly intro cast um, oh. called uh, "Still Flying." Yeah, I heard um, of that. Yeah, but then. We've only like we've done two episodes, and then I totally know what's going on with it. I think we will be doing more, but um, just because. So there's like there's kind of two podcasts. Like there's one with uh, it's supposed to be like one week it's the newbies, and then the next week it's like people who've already seen it discussing it. Mm-hmm. But I think they had some trouble scheduling it, like for like a month. So. Oh. <laughs> oh, it's just it's an intro cast. Just stick to the newbies. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So, I don't know. We'll see. Of course, you have a limited amount of episodes. So you can have exactly five seasons. Of yeah, that's true. Five, five <laughs> we'll probably still like be finished before you guys. Again. <laughs> uh, all right. So, yeah, Des? Uh, you can find me here. You can find me on What's On With Stefan Des. You can find me on Fatal Attraction, a Lost Girl podcast. You can find me on Nonsense Cast. And you can find me on Bitch please which we've recorded we've done the first episode the next episode is coming out Steph will be on it we're talking about unlaid like behavior and it's going to be recorded next week and that's uh what is it uh blog uh bitch please or be please cast dot blogspot dot com yeah I'm pimping that out sorry yeah <laughs> I thought you were gonna do like uh you were gonna spotlight one every week that's what she claimed she's gonna yeah. alternate two and two and but oh, you did know, I? yeah, I yeah she's I... not a woman of her word. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how long ago did we record? It was like a month or two, right? Because we I don't remember. remember any of this shit. Steph and Michael, they're they're all going to be very upset with you. You're, gonna, you're okay. all about the Gabby. Okay, so so, and I'm definitely upset. Wait. I can't believe okay. you're not hawking our podcast on our podcast. Listen, <laughs> I just I just um went with uh, bitch, please. So I'm also gonna I'm gonna hawk. Uh, nonsense cast. So, nonsense cast. Mike and I talk about all kinds of bullshit. We have lots of guests. You can find us at, um, somewhere <laughs> on the interweb and on iTunes. I don't know where you can find us. What's our? I don't know what our nonsense cast on <sighs> WordPress. On WordPress there. And then next week, I will talk about the other two. How about that? Hey, Robin, um, have you guested on Nonsense Cast? Yes. yes. See, have he was, I? He was our first guest. You have not, but I no, I haven't. We want you on. And we're waiting. Oh, sure, sure. You haven't asked me. I'm, I'm not buying it. <laughs> we're, we're, not, 
we're not asking. Well, uh, <laughs> uh, until then, you can find Moira <laughs> carrying a bottle of JD on the back of Itzy's motorcycle heading yes. into the sunset. Uh, and that's it for, oh yeah, me, L. Robin Yero, Twitter, and of course, Redemption Cast, the Angel intro cast. And that's it for FishCast this week. Next week, your homework is Someone Else's Eyes. As for It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year, we therefore commit this episode to the ground, ashes to ashes, and dust to dust. dust. To dust. Bye. 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 Oh,